Hi guys, I'm here with Ice White. Welcome to the MVP Engineer Podcast. Thanks for coming. Uh, you have an interesting story, so we're we're excited to hear from you uh, today. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell me what you've been working on the last couple of years. Um, what's exciting about you? What what kind of product are you building? Talk to me. Thanks. Uh, so actually, I I released the book in 2020, um, and I have been working on stuff based on that uh in the last two years uh but you know the crazy part is it was released at the very beginning of 2020 so the pandemic was just about to start uh so everything uh everyone's lives were disrupted of course but you know aside from that uh it actually turned out to become a bestseller so uh ever since i started a few things uh, based on the book. So last year, 2022, I started something called Message Game Wingman. The, the book is... Hold on, hold on. Game. You're holding us in suspense. What's the book? Tell me the book. The Message Game. Um, a Which book is? about online dating. Uh, effectively, it teaches you... It is a guide, an extremely practical guide for messaging in the context of online dating. Okay, great. All right, I I knew that. I just wanted to make sure everybody else knew it. All right, so so now you turned this book into a digital product, and uh, talk to me, talk to me how that works, and and you got some AI working with it. So so talk to me about the current status. What are, what what is it? What are you selling it? How how's it how's it work on the insides? Talk. Yeah, so uh, first, just a, a bit of context. So last year, 2022, I started something called Message Game Wingman, where people would pay me a subscription to um, look at their screenshots and give them exactly what to reply with to their Tinder matches uh, or whatever other dating app they're using or Facebook, whatever they're using. Um, the, the problem was that it gets to a point where you have too many people sign up and then it, it's uh, pretty much a 24-7 thing. So you wake up, uh, especially if you're in a different time zone to the people who sign up, then you have to reply to them quickly because they need to reply to their match or even to their girlfriend in some cases, which is kind of funny. Um, so it became a little bit annoying because... There were a lot of people depending on me and I have to sleep and I get things to do and I get other more important things to do than to reply to other people's messages manually. Uh, so this was before, uh, like everyone heard of AI, um, but this was before ChatGPT boomed out of, I would say, out of nowhere in everyone's minds. Um because that was late 2022 when that was really kicking off. And then uh, I got into uh, the AI stuff uh, at the beginning of 2023 and looked to that as an alternative and phased out message game wingman. So instead of it being me re responding to um, a group of people individually, <clears throat> I could have AI replicate myself and do that job for me so that I spend zero hours doing that. And, um, of course, hours adjusting this and 
uh, helping the AI grow and just making sure it works and stuff like that and doing the marketing, of course. Um, so effectively, it was designed initially to replace me and to phase out that uh, product, which was very much manual labor driven. Um, and the difference is, uh, from my perspective at least, uh, the, the problem I was solving with this new AI product for, for me personally was that uh, I was removing the limitation because with AI, it can be scaled. I could have a million people use it, but I cannot uh, give one million people uh, my time, one-on-one -on -one answering their messages. That's just insanely impossible. Obviously, huh? I love this, right? Like, we're always trying to take AI to uh, to duplicate the humans, right? But we don't we don't want to just duplicate a random dude messaging on Tinder. We have to duplicate the best. You're the expert. You get the dates. You make it work, right? And we're duplicating your brain power because you went and solved something. And AI is not very good at that. AI is not very good at solving novel problems and like in the real human world. So you find a human that's done it, that is successful, then you duplicate that person's brain. That's that's just got to be the, the, uh, the model for these AI tools. It just has to be. Right. Absolutely. So what did you do? You took, uh, you took some training data of messages that you've sent in your dating life and messages that you've sent to say, like, look at this. And then like, here's the response. And, and then you said, throw all this in the training data and then see a new conversation. Is that the, is that the thing that we did here? How did you, how did you train the model to, to make it work for you? Yeah, so the funny thing is, uh, before there was the AI, there was the wingman thing, which I just told you about where it's me. Before that, there was a book. Before that, um, there was this guide in 20 Going on Tinder way too much and getting all the world. Yeah, I get it. And, I get it. And there's that too. Um, but all before the guide, there was a Telegram group and a Facebook group. So actually... Yeah. Over a very long period, this is not just me making some random AI product out of nowhere. Like no, some this is decades of your life. I get it. Exactly. Um, this has come from a stream of lots of different things. I'm not saying fell into place like dominoes. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to take away from your experience at all. What I'm trying to do is understand how to build the product. Because there are other people with other expertises other than dating that that have that have done what you've done and spent the decades building that expertise. But talk to me about how you trained the model. I, I assume it wasn't you; it was some software engineer that you worked with. But did you take a corpus of of data, just like hundreds of conversations that you had from your Facebook group or from your from your wingman business, and then you you fed those into an LLM, and you said, "Hey." What's what's the new response to this one? Is that what you did? How how did that how did that work mechanically for our engineer minded mm -hmm. folks? And if you don't know the answer, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Although it wasn't hundreds, it was tens of thousands tens because thousands. by by this year we collected uh, or I collected in as an individual, um, my Telegram group uh, uh, amassed something like ten thousand because your Telegram has a limit of ten thousand exactly. Um, as far as I remember, and we also had the Facebook group, but there are other groups that, uh, I have to, including the message game wingman one. And that was very useful data 
because yeah. that had me replying to every single screenshot. So that was a more purified one, I guess. Um, but in terms of for for the engineer minds that are listening, uh, I gave up programming uh, about ten years ago. So uh, the my other person, the AI guy, as I say, handles all of that stuff. I don't know too much about the very technical stuff, but basically, I provided um, here's the data. We I got like tens of thousands of these examples. Uh, and also there is the book as well. So we can just feed uh, the chapters from the book. And there's yeah. a special part in the book called the Situation Index, uh, where it has a table of situations. Let's say, for example, um, she uh, she is away for two weeks or uh, she says she's busy, something like that. And it gives you every single page. So it's very easy to kind of categorize what the... Um, even before AI, because I'm not an AI technologist necessarily, I'm not a programmer anymore. Yeah. Even for me writing the book, I recognize the categorizations and that helped from the very beginning. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you can take, so I love this with the, with all the AI training is, is you kind of bucket it into different paradigms and you're building an expert system. And, you know, these people talk about AI and AI just solves everything. But, like, no, you have to, like, you have to apply it to a real-life situation and say, hey, these are the buckets that we're talking about. This is a busy, a, you know, a special event busyness. This is uh, someone that likes to go out a lot and needs an invitation. Or this is someone who uh, who's just BSing and wants to talk a bunch on the app and doesn't want to meet up. You've seen this friendly app? Have you seen that shit? Uh, maybe I heard of it. What friendly is their pitch is flirt online without having the pressure to meet up. I just think it's insane. I just think it's insane. Like who's online just chatting in text and that's all you want to do. Like what's wrong with you? Are you, are you a basement troll? Like why would you ever do that? Who is the market for this product? But people who seek validation, I would say. I guess so. I don't know. It it seems insane to me, but um, back to the back to the main main point. We're trying to categorize and bucket it into these different expert systems, and then you have a model or a part of the model trained on each of these scenarios, right? And then that way you can uh, relate your your final message back to that scenario, and then back to the specific messages. What I'm a little bit curious about is how you trained it to. Uh, know who's saying what because these llms are really bad at perspective i don't know if you're familiar with what i'm talking about like i'm talking about my uh i just came back from the gym and she says yeah i'm having brunch with the girls and then like the machine says the next thing and it says how'd you enjoy the gym right like it doesn't understand who says what because text is just text. And I'd be curious how you're able to separate that out because you're kind of you're kind of accessing a model of her brain, her messages, and then you're accessing a model of the protagonist's brain, my my brain, my my messages, right? And we have to keep those two contexts straight. And I found that the machines have a really tough time with that. 
I don't know if you know what what I'm talking about, have have experienced it, or um, or if you remember how this is how this was done in your in your stuff. Do you, do you recall? Yes. Yeah, so actually, um, for for now, I think maybe next week or the next two weeks, we're integrating the screenshot upload part. Yeah. Because that would just make it so much easier for the user. Yeah. For sake of user experience, right? Um, and the the problem with that from a developer's perspective that I understand is uh, it's only as good as the technology understanding the context. Like uh, the left side is her messages. The right side is your Well, that's pretty easy. That's pretty easy. But the question is, how is it structured once it gets into the LLM model, right? So like hmm. parsing, the, parsing the screenshot into text and doing the, 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 the image to text processing, that's pretty straightforward. But clearly, you've already done the stuff for the LLM to get it responding with messages. No, I mean clearly that's already working. Yeah. So up until this point, and uh, again until we do the screenshot part where people uh, upload images, um, really people are just copying and pasting the messages. Um, but it understands the context because a lot of guys are putting. Uh, she said, and then they paste, and it understands completely for, from that perspective. That's good. I don't know. I've still I've still seen some troubles when I when I do this kind of conversational stuff with ChatGPT. Anyway, I don't know if you're training your own model, yeah. Um, so I'm not sure which particular one we're using because yep, the yep. the developers are on tell me. Uh, it's better not to advertise the exact one because we could switch at any time because well, of there, course, there could be a better one coming along and stuff like but, that. But you're talking to a developer now and I need to know because I, I have experience with, with each of them. And Claude, Claude, Claude is the, is the like poet of the, of the group. It's the one that knows, uh, the, the more, uh, it, it just speaks more poetically. Um, ChatGPT has a little bit more features and advanced and has more context and, and knows more things. But but Claude's the the one that uh, really speaks romantically. I actually um, I'll show you this. Um, I went to Money Twenty Twenty, a conference in uh, in uh, in Vegas the other uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, I and they had this like typewriters. They had a bunch of typewriters and and some some people writing poetry, and they wrote a, they wrote a poem for me for for my girlfriend. And uh, is it backwards for you? It's backwards, yeah. Well, I I, I can't see it, but it is. To, I can read it. I just oh can't yeah see yeah. It for a while. So so her poem ended. You are the only light I know. I said, hey, we were writing a poem for uh, for my girlfriend who's uh, long distance, and then I had Claude do it, the AI, and I and I made a I made a poem through there, and we got it type typed up, and. Uh, and I had Leo, uh, my girlfriend, actually rate both of the poems against each other. And I thought the human's poem was better, but Leo thought the computer's poem was better. And I said, it doesn't matter what I think. Obviously, it never matters what the guy thinks. <laughs> so, so, like, the computer won on this one. And it says, their love will find a way to be. And that's the end of Claude's poem. She said Claude's poem was more hopeful. And I said, whoa. You know, hope hope from a computer. That's that's intense. 
right? That's rich. <laughs> um, well, hey, no, it's real. She didn't know. She didn't know who was who, right? It's it's wild how this stuff works. But I know that when you keep ChatGPT in a single thread, it gets confused also because if you I mm. I if you ask it a bunch of questions about different topics, it biases the latest thing that was said. It seems like a really simple mistake, but a lot of people seem to make it where they're chatting with ChatGPT, they talk about their taxes, and then they say like, hey, what should I have for dinner? And then and then it's like, ooh, well, tax accountants like uh, like chicken and broccoli, so, so maybe you should get that, right? So like it just gets confused and, and keeps, the, keeps the current context a little bit uh, too much. So, yeah, I think the I think the um, the the screenshots is really interesting. But you and I talked about me building a feature for you and building the scraping and reintegration with uh, with Tinder Web, and I've done this on every web on every dating site I've come across, and uh, building automation for um, for actual messaging, and uh, I think Tinder we're ready for i think i should i think i should take on tinder next um we use we use these tools that just simulate uh um clicks and simulate typing and uh we have a, a product called shells not my product but shells.com is a is a virtual machine system that lets you uh have just computers with uh with a with a GUI up and running as as many times as you want, right? It's a VM, but it lets you shell in virtual uh, remote shell into into the machine, and by doing that and coupling that with these uh, the Java robot class, and the Java robot class is from Java six because they decided they didn't want people doing this anymore. So you download the old version of Java and you uh, and you use it. So that's that's been my expertise. That's how I built the the, the poker bots back in the day, and uh, all these yeah man, poker bots back poker in two thousand eleven. Um, because yeah, you just have to know where the bodies are buried. All these technologies exist to automate all these things, but the people in charge are like, no, we're not letting you do that shit anymore. So Java seven no longer has the robot class. Java 8, 9, I don't even know what we're on, 12. I don't even care because I don't use Java for any other reason. I only use Java 6. It's crazy. So we're going to build that out for you. Tell So let's do a quick scoping session with you on the on the call here. So talk to me. Like, what would that look like for you? And how do we how do we get it done? Because I need I need some sales. So I need you to I need you to 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 buy this from me. So what uh what does that look like? Like, what would it look like for you to to have a um, to to have the have the automation inside the inside the Tinder? That way, you just sell a fully functioning. You just sell dates. Now you're just selling dates. Hmm. Yeah. If I, I guess there could be a few ways to visualize it, but based on uh, because we haven't done the screenshots thing yet, it has been very much uh, writing based or copy and paste based. I like the idea of being able to copy and paste. So if you're like able to see a menu where it gives you, I, I don't think it should give you like free options of a message to send because then you're still being overwhelmed by choice. But you don't have to, you don't need the options. I'm just saying we're going to send the messages and the person doesn't even touch anything. 
you give me your login to your Tinder and I log in on Shells and then I, I message for you. Okay, so actually uh, Tinder gave me some statistics uh, because I requested them for the second edition of my book, which I'm working on right now. And it was something, I'm not going to make up this statistic, but it was a very impressive amount of um, people from the age of 18 to 25 who replied within 30 minutes. So the, the thing I'm kind of sketchy about is I wouldn't want it to be programmed to send straight away because yeah, then no that could be a red flag on Tinder system. I don't know how it works. And it could be a red flag for the woman receiving it. Oh, I just got to reply immediately. So timing would have to be uh, a factor. Or you think time. that's no, that's, that's a that's problem. The easy part. That's the easy part, Ice. It's called time.sleep. You just say, hey, the girl has to wait 25 minutes. Doesn't matter what's happening. Because, hey, the computer is uh, making you wait. So that's what humans do. Humans are on their phone. They're ready to text. They're doing their thing. And then they're like, hey, this person's got to wait. But I have trouble remembering who I have to message back because I have thousands of people in my inbox. Exactly. Um, so, so, yeah, it, it is easy. I, I would just need like... CRM. You let the computer keep track as the CRM and put the, put the delay in and just say, everybody gets replied to 25 minutes later, whatever. And then you throw in a little random so it's good. And then uh, you're you're golden. Uh, I would do it a little bit differently. So uh, it, there has to be an exception case where if it's an urgent matter, which is yeah. more of a rare case, um, such as the date is supposed to be tomorrow, then yeah. you have a limited time window, of course. Um, I wouldn't randomize it necessarily, but I would uh, contextualize how long it took for her uh, latest her last why compared to before um, and have some kind of formula formula um, figured out over that. Yeah, that would take me like 30 so minutes e to work these out. These are so easy to determine because it's an expert system. You know the answers. I know the answers. You know, anybody that, that thinks about it for 30 seconds can figure out a, a good first pass on the answer. But my fear is when I talk to clients, they're always like, oh, well, let's just let the AI figure it out and we'll train a model and we'll figure out what the timing is for this and we'll let the, we'll let the computer tell us. And they want the computer to tell them everything because they don't want to take responsibility and they don't want to make a guess and create an expert system. And I'm all about expert systems because AI is just like this black box of unknowability and it makes a lot of mistakes when you don't train it right. So you want to use an expert system to, to, to figure this stuff out. I don't know. What do you think of all that? Yeah, I st I'm the problem for for me. My my personal opinion, at least, gets in the way of this. I I don't I understand that we live in the culture of on demand. We want uh, food delivered to our door on a bicycle or a motorbike, like uh, from a few miles away, because we're too lazy to cook it ourselves or go there ourselves. I don't want it to be for lazy people. Um, but I would at least want people to have effort. And I still want to have webinars. So if we automate everything, uh, the webinars would be kind of useless. I still want people to know how to do this. And I want a balance to have a bit of automation, but not to make everything so easy so they don't even know how to Look, tie their own shoelaces. Ice, the, people, the people who want to learn are going to learn. And the rest are going to cheat and make you rich. Fair enough.
I'm convinced that's now. Just okay. <laughs> that's just what's going to happen. And that's what I was getting at with you when I was talking about that other stuff. Because I said, hey, this guy's going to show up on the date. He cheated the whole thing. And uh, Ice wrote every single message. He shows up to the date. And he's a boring sad sack. And the girl's like, oh, you just fucking catfished me. And you didn't even catfish me because you look better than your pictures. But you catfished me because you're a fucking boring slob. Okay. So that's why I said, why don't you have a train against the person and you? Or at least, like, this, you, you mentioned your competitors talk about romantic and flirty, right? Like, I don't even know what that means. What's the difference? There's no difference. It's, it's all... <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's it's all buzzwords for, it for marketing. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, it's, it's like, okay, train on A or train on B. It's like, nothing. But, but you might want to say, I'm an intellectual, or I'm a musician, or I'm a, a, I'm very extroverted, right? Like, those things are meaningful categories that say like the types of things that I'm into. I drink a lot of beer. I'm I'm a vodka guy. I'm a partier. I do cocaine, right? Like whatever it is that that the person does, that that could give a legitimate category to what to what could be said to the other person and 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 frame frame the frame the messaging, right? Because I think the other thing is, well, I'll I'll, I'll pause and let you speak on that first. Ah, uh, so customization you're talking about? Yeah, just so the cash looks up and it's not like it's and, and it's not like a rude awakening to say, "Hey, ooh, this guy's not who I was expecting." Because I was messaging Ice, and I want to go out with Ice, but oh, oh, this this uh, this guy Chaz showed up, and nobody likes Chaz. So imagine it's uh, me. Uh, there are a million dates happening, right? And because of my AI. So a million guys go on these dates and the messaging was in my style. And, uh, yeah, so there are going to be lots of, uh, cases where that that's not quite going to match up once reality kicks in because, okay, once you're everybody loves you ice, you're the, you're, the <laughs> you're just the master dater. Um, this is a classic, um, kind of concern with AI online dating. By the way, for the guys listening, I run the, I'm the host of the AI online dating podcast. So if you're interested, just send me an email or something. Uh, I, you don't have to know about dating. Some people, uh, I, I have people who uh, are AI experts on one side and I got dating app experts or dating coaches on the other side or people who are the CEOs of an AI dating app. Yeah. Uh, so but anyway, so, um, back to your your question. This is kind of why we have the webinar because we can't just teach. Well, we can't just have you messaging and messaging. Uh, because AI will handle that, but you can't have AI show up on a date for you. Not yet. So you you are going to need some training and context and uh, practice to actually get this kind of thing right. Because it's one thing to, to message and get a million dates if you want to. Uh, but it's another matter to actually make those dates count. Yeah. And to optimize those dates by setting them up, up in the right way in the first place. Yeah. Um, so that's also what we're about. Because we re I realized this 
um, before I was even writing the book. That's why I had a chapter completely on how to set up um, not just this isn't just generic advice. It's how to set up a date in such a specific way that um, where it's set up for the sake of the fun. And so the conversation is secondary. And it that's that's the thing, because if you're just going to a restaurant, you're sitting across from each other, uh, the date becomes about conversation and eating. And you only have one mouth, so you can't eat and speak at the same time. That's that's not quite ideal. Um, but when it becomes purely about conversation, then that's not necessarily going to match up with what your messages were talking about in the first place. But if you're doing something, I give the classic example of ice skating. So you can fall over and laugh about it. You can hold hands. You can just do crazy stuff. Uh, the conversation becomes secondary. The fun is first. Uh, so that's just a little taste of how it is. Having a more fluid date instead of a static date. That's the difference. Um, ice skating is such a good date. People need to know that. Why are guys so bad at planning dates that like are cheap and fun? It's just like so easy. Uh, they, they just like to maybe go for the old pattern of what yeah. everyone else does. Go to the let's go to let's go to the movie. Something very fair, fair enough. So, talking about categorizing the the uh, the um, AI responses. Do you have another thing about intent or is the intent always like get a phone number, get a date? What's what's the intent that's because like the, the AI has to drive to something. It's not just like a lot of times the AI is so passive and just like responds back and says, hey, like this is this is the response. Right. Like, let me let me just kick it back and say. Uh, oh, cool. Brunch sounds brunch sounds fun. How was that? right like that's such a boring response but ice i don't i haven't read your book but i know that your style has to be so much more active and engaging and with intent behind it right how do you how, how did you teach how did you teach the the ai to, to show intent and to show interest and to say hey time yeah, uh, great question am i allowed to say the b word on here bitch Oh, no, the other one. I don't know another people. You're already... Uh, bull... Bullshit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, that... I've been, saying, so I've been saying the F-curse the whole time. Oh, I, I just didn't register any of that. All right, well, I'm just trying, <laughs> I'm just trying to be my... I, I just, I'm just checking because this is my... Say what you want. I can't Say what you want, speak. I... This is Wednesday. I got a big one tomorrow, so I got to know the rules for each one. All right. But anyway, uh, so basically... Say whatever you want. The first rule is skip the bullshit. So this is yeah. what we have yeah. trained. Um, MG, it's called MGAI, by the way, Message Game AI. But MG I'm just AI. I'm curious because when I talk to my AIs, they're they're always giving me bullshit and they give me filler words and they're like, nah, it's just disgusting. Just well, that's how we solved that in the first place. Skip the bullshit, problem solved. But what? Uh, you, yeah, just say a little hey, joke. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, what it actually means is, um, because this is such a core part of the book, so there are three rules. There's skip the bullshit, there's lead, and there's meet. Meeting is the ultimate objective. 
Um, I'll, I'll get back to that in a little bit because that one's very interesting because, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just mention that later. Um, so when it comes to skip the bullshit, what that means is um, in what we call message game context in, in this school of thought, basically, um, bullshit is anything that does not take a step towards the date. So if you're talking about some random thing, like how was your day? Um, that's bullshit, basically. Yeah. It does not take a step towards getting a date. But if you're asking her um, a targeted question, a smart question, like uh, what are three things you would love to do for a first date? That is such a great question to use. Yeah, it's one of the famous lines uh, that came in my book that people absolutely love because yeah. gives she gives me her ideal date ideas. So I extract what she actually wants to do and I make that happen. Um, so that's skipping the bullshit, but that's also uh, related to leading. So leading is if you um, don't wait for her to ask you questions, you need to be moving the conversation forward. So what the AI needs to understand is that it's leading the conversation forward for the sake of meeting. It's like steps, basically. First, you have to skip the bullshit. You have to be leading the whole way to make it move forward in the first place. And then you meet and facilitate meeting. Uh, and then there's meeting. Um, yeah, uh, just a little bit more about leading. So leading, if you're not leading, who's going to lead the conversation? She's just going to ask you how your day was, and then you're just answering that question, and you're, okay, you haven't made any steps toward You're just in limbo. In the first place. You're in, exactly. uh, you're in going nowhere. You're, you're on the beach, you're on the beach, uh, looking up at the collapsing buildings and just being like, oh, great. Another, just another massive. Tinder match, another Tinder match about to unmatch. Exactly. And by, by leading it forward, there is such the advantage that, uh, there aren't really that many guys who are leading conversations forward. Yeah. Um, as, as anywhere near as much as my methodology. Um, uh, but then there's meetings. So here's the fascinating part for AI nerds, uh, in particular, um, and the engineer minded. Um, so the thing with meeting, if I train the AI, this, this is a kind of problem we have faced a few times. If we make it all about meeting and the user asks a question and the AI is trained to, um, give responses that try to facil facilitate meeting, sometimes the AI would kind of, um, push for the meetup too quickly. So there has to be a bit of balance and context because you can't just have every single response the user puts in. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. So there has to be a bit of balance. At the same time, here's a bit of a mindfuck. Um, while there are some people reporting this to me saying it's going too quickly, there are some cases where I have to explain it's actually supposed to be like that. Actually, that's okay. Uh, because people are so used to going slow, going much slower. I have examples yeah, it, in my. It's book. a it's a it's a pattern interrupt for the girl and mm -hmm. for the guy. Well, it's a pattern interrupt for the guy because he's not used to it. It's not a pattern interrupt for you or me because that's just how we date, right? But it's a pattern interrupt for the girl, which makes it like, ooh, this guy's different. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was just talking to uh, Ross Jeffries about this yesterday. 
Uh, he was t- telling me about that stuff. Um, pattern interruptions. Um, yeah, so it it's such a different thing that even guys think it's a bit too extreme, but actually um, in the cases where that's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen, but they just yep. don't necessarily understand that. So there has to be some kind of understanding of how this actually works because you can't just have like, okay, line, 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 don't know what's going on because yeah. you're, you have to actually, I, I really believe um, the people using it still need to know how it actually works. Uh, that's why they are given the paperback. You need the you need the one. You need the why so that when you show up, when you show up, it doesn't it doesn't all fall apart, right? Um, yeah. So let's see what other what other features are you looking at today? We talked a little bit about the uh, about the um, actually automating Tinder on Tinder Web with uh, with Java robot class. But what other what other features are you looking at that are in development today, and and what what's the plan for those? What's the vision for those? Um, at the moment, we're kind of focusing on uh, making the sales page better, doing the screenshot thing. Um, yeah. I can't remember what some of the other future well, screenshot things actually. Um, go ahead. Um, I we have kind of been thinking about because some competitors have come out with an app but there are disadvantages to that. and everybody I wants like, a goddamn app why does everybody i know i know you don't need it's an app read it stop you don't building apps just stop it i get so angry at people that want to build a fucking website <laughs> i'm like you don't need a goddamn website i'm sorry am i shouting at you no i love it i love it i agree a little bit i am i hate apps i hate logins i hate passwords it's all bullshit. Build a goddamn product that everybody wants first. And once people are knocking down your door for a goddamn app, tell them it's time to wait. You don't need a fucking app. I solved your problem. Give me all your money. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, it's overrated. Um, For example, um, last time I saw you, it was in Las Vegas two or three weeks ago. My phone, uh, my SIM card uh, was not registering connection. So I had to uh, talk to support with the phone line company. And they say, Um, you have to download our fucking My Verizon app. Are you kidding me? Exactly. I have to download the app. Okay, great. Well, I get no connection. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That kind of defeats the point. But it gets even worse. Uh, to sign in, okay, you need your password. Now you need a new password. Email. And even these total password things don't work because it's on well, web. That's not the app. problem. And the fucking, your your employees apps. It's ridiculous. Go ahead. Help. So so pass, passwords, I got no problem with. Okay, you get the password. Now I have to enter a code, but it has to be delivered to me through text message. SMS. But yeah. I have no coverage because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the state of Nevada. So yeah. how am I supposed to use this app now? How am I supposed I hear you. to talk to support? When they took away the other options, uh, but anyway, just just sort of rampage. Uh, All right. So uh, you said not that everyone needs an app. Yeah, we didn't really preface this conversation with it. It's going to be a little bit controversial, but it might be for some listeners. Um, but you talked a little bit about haters, right? And uh, you said that you've had some haters, and uh, just you might have some you might have some uh, um, strategies or thoughts on how to deal with them. 
I get a lot of hate for this statement, and and maybe maybe you've maybe you've uh, heard this statement before, um, and uh, have some thoughts on it, and then just give me some general thoughts on haters as well. But uh, what do you think of this? If you want to catch a fish, don't ask a fish. Well, that's obvious to me. I I know exactly what that means. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't, and I think a lot of women get really offended when I say that. My girlfriend gets really offended when I say that. She's like, I know exactly what I want, and you just don't know how to give it to me. <laughs> and I just laugh in her face. And I'm like, you get what you need, baby girl. You don't get anything else. You, you sound like a radio host. <laughs> this is a podcast, is it not? So tell me. Tell me what the statement means, because I didn't define it. You tell me, and then tell me, tell me why I'm getting hate for it. And then tell me how to deal with the haters. Give me all three. Hit me with it, Ice. All right, well, so I understand this from a dating perspective, as yeah. in if you want dating advice, don't take dating advice from women necessarily yeah. um, as a man. Um, so because the, the re- people say what people say is not what they necessarily do. People are very in. People say things which are extremely inconsistent with their own actions. It's not even malicious. It's not malicious. They're just stupid, aren't they? Just stupid. And it's not just. It's not just women, though. It's everybody. Everybody. You're you're getting hate for a statement, but you know that that's um a drop in the ocean, really. Um, I have had hate for all kinds of things. I started as a game developer, so I I was. Uh, programming and doing everything else, the 3D design, everything, yeah, uh, and the marketing, uh, because it was independent. Uh, I would even get hate for making video games, but you know who's given the hate? It's kids who are playing these games, who are frustrated with the games, or who are jealous. Um, and there, there are some extreme examples, but I've had people follow me to my house. I had someone come into my house. After I stepped through the door and I didn't realize that they were following me for like five miles or six miles because I was that's, on subway too. That's crazy. Uh, I was, because I was with someone in a conversation, I was with a woman I was kind of dating. Um, she didn't uh, notice course. a stalker? Isn't that her job? No. She would, uh, this person was following me. No, I know. But I well, I understand that. But like the girls are supposed to be the ones that are, paranoid and saying hey you're ice you're not keeping me safe there's this fucking guy following us you were standing I don't know, with a girl it was in the dark though because we got back from the nightclub so i don't know how did it he get so close to the door that he got through the door before you closed it that's wild speeding up <laughs> speeding up i guess so i don't know i don't live in those mines like what happened next you, you i turned to- around i was like what the fuck but it, it turned out that this guy actually uh met me before um, so it, it did come as like a crazy surprise, but I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, so I've met you before, like, so maybe I'll follow you home. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's not even the worst. So, um, there's wild. another one. There was this random guy in like the north of England who used to, uh, call me and message me every single day and I would block his account. This guy's a complete uh, psycho. He has um, issues with his brain. Um, 
and he he would send all kinds of death threats and nasty things, videos of himself doing crazy things you don't want to hear. Um, that if the listeners want to hear, sure. No, the listeners real nasty stuff, but the listeners don't. I hear you, but but anyway, uh, I would block the account. And then he would make another one in yeah. five minutes for like an online phone number on tel- and then make yeah, a yeah. account for it. Um, and he must have made like more than a hundred accounts just to send me messages. And this lasted like one or two years. Eventually, I got him arrested because I was collecting the evidence I so consistently. So. I and there was so. new stuff. So I was like, when are you going to do something about it? When are you going to do something about it? Death threat. But there were worse things than death threats too. Um What's worse like than a death Don't tell me exactly, but like, what's worse? Um, he was also, uh, for example, he was also saying, like, guilt tripping, saying, don't get the police involved. I have a gun. I will shoot you know, them and you know, kill them. No, no, that's, that's, that is a death threat, but, yeah. you know, uh, that's crazy. Sexual stuff. This is, you know, and family. Well, don't get people's families involved and stuff like that. But you know. yeah, when your when someone too, talks man. about your daughter when your daughter is one years old, then that's just real nasty stuff like that. I'm so um, terrified of this stuff. I've already had. He some, got arrested. I believe eventually he got arrested because they get exactly. let out. Yeah, yeah. You know what happened? So he got arrested December 2020, I think. Um, or maybe 2021. I don't know. It took so long for it to happen. I went through three different police forces in England, uh, because I, I am not in those places. Uh, although, uh, I was, so I don't, I don't think how you got them arrested because that, you know, that's dealing with the systems. That's, that's difficult work. Mm -hmm. We know it. We already know that, but how do you deal with it psychologically to deal with the haters? Because that's serious business. People coming after you like that. Yeah, so and to, to stop anything, they're going to come after you. It doesn't matter what you're successful at. But this is the dangerous. To, to what you need to do is, especially in an extreme case like this, is collect evidence. And I was sure. doing that years before. Of course. Because of other extreme cases. Um, I have had maybe uh, close to a thousand haters. And I don't know an exact number, but maybe that's a rough number. Yeah. Uh, because I had a big audience before and I do now. Um and yeah, make sure don't waste your time. You also have to value your own time. Yeah. And in the very beginning when I was much younger and first facing this stuff as a game developer, uh it, it just became very time consuming and counterproductive yeah. and frustrating. Yeah. Uh eventually I just got tired of it. I was actually because I was a real computer nerd, I was hiding Myself, I would, um, I, nobody would know what country I was from. Nobody yeah. would know my name. Um, I don't know where the fuck my interest is a whiteboard. Of course. Huh? All you have is a whiteboard and a killer beard. I don't know where the hell you are. Um, not, not even, yeah, literally no clues. Um, I would never take phone calls. Um, I didn't even yeah. have a phone for like yeah. nearly 10 years. I love that. Uh, yeah, a real crazy period. But anyway, in 2018, I, I finally was like, 
I don't care anymore. Like if people want to come come after me because uh, from 2015, well, from 2016, 2018, um, there was a period of different kind of hate because a friend of mine died and friends of his uh, stole from him and then they accused me stealing what they stole. So it was like, how does that even work? <laughs> but it was just so ridiculous. People that, so fucked you up. Know what? Why? I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with like such scumbags. I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm just gonna put my name in the game as an Easter egg because my name is such an obscure thing. My name is not like Andrew or something you would see as a name. My name is like what a car would be called or something like that. So I, I put an Easter egg in a game where there was a gun skin or some kind of DLC. Named yeah. after me, and there were like uh, sixty-five different versions. Yeah, um, and you had to buy it to find out in the first place. But within a week, someone someone was like, "That's your name." I was like, "How the fuck would you know this?" <laughs> it's like such a non-name kind of name because my name's very short, very weird, and it's just two words, uh, which are descriptive of each other. Um, but either way, I I was beyond caring at that point uh, because I used to be involved with uh, uh, what do you call it? Like um, there were some hackers, circles, and stuff like that. I wasn't on the bad side, um, but really dealing with some real nerds who would do anything to find where you live just for yeah. the fun of it. And I knew nothing would happen because it got to a point where. Well, nobody has shown up at my house. What What are these skinny-ass motherfuckers going to do in the first place? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I open the door and, like, look, I'm six foot two. Are they going to be taller than me? It's quite unlikely. Um, and it's not like they're going to fly all the way to wherever I am. So, yeah. Uh, there was, I did see that one time where someone did come through my door, but that was it. Um, well, that's aside so from funny. that, yeah, they're not going to fucking show up. And if they do... All right. Yeah, that's cool, it's man. Not like I'm so, prepared for it, but I've yeah. Gotten... So um, let's just do two quick things. I want to hear, uh, other than buy your product, other than get crazy good at messaging girls on Tinder. What uh, what advice do you have for young men to to be the attractive uh, guy that everybody wants? Uh, what 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 trials and tribulations do they have to go through? What what training do they have to do? Talk to me, eyes. Yeah, first realize that not everyone is going to want you. So don't ever be thinking that one hundred percent or like most people are going to desire you because from evolution, that's not really how it works. Uh, but of course, um, the first thing I would so get say, comfortable with rejection. Ever... That sounds like a that sounds like a a rule for business. I... That's I'll not quite what I would say. What else I send today? <laughs> I I don't even want to guess. Oh, but damn. Yeah, actually, that, get comfortable with rejection would be good advice, but that's not quite the advice I would okay. give. Okay, then tell me, what is it? Um, I didn't hear it then. Because I, I'm not a me, uh, mass messaging kind of person. I don't uh, aim for like, 10,000 things and see what opens up and what doesn't. I I like, uh, I just like to do things from very one-on-one kind of level. Uh, but anyway, 
the first thing I would say is don't ever fall into the trap of believing that you have to be perfect. Um, now, it's kind of funny because my ex-girlfriend found a book, um, what do you call it, whatever those things are, where it's like Mr. Mr. Something, and they got like many versions. She found a book where it said Mr. Perfect, and it's like a blue triangle character, and she said, that's you. Um, from from the perspective of, also my wife has said a similar thing, um, that I'm kind of perfectionist. I have been in my life for a very long time, but what I want to communicate to guys is don't be perfectionist because that's not, you will not be satisf satisfied with life if that's how you're going to live it. And don't fall into the trap of believing that you have to have uh, the perfect um, body. You got to have some crazy jawline. You got to have a nose job or all these things. Now, look, I don't have a damaged nose or a broken nose or any disfigured things. I got I got scars. You know, you want to know where I got these scars? Um, Psychological perfections. I can tell that or okay. <laughs> I got those too, but uh, I can handle that very well. Um, but there, there's this thing called the black pill movement, and that just really annoys me. There are these guys who really fall into this trap of believing you have to have a perfect body yeah. in order to attract a female, and yeah. that's just not right. So, of course, have a balance. Take a shower every day. Uh, brush your teeth. Do the basic things. But if you're going completely crazy um, over thinking what you need to dress like and do, doing all these weird things like uh, making your jawline something crazy or that you have to have a six-pack, of course, be in shape as in not be obese. Um, but you, I'm, I'm not sure if this is audio only, but my beard is scruffy. A lot of the time, these things don't matter. What matters is your personality, your uh, mindset, especially. Um, it's just that a lot of guys kind of have their own projections of women because women are beautiful and they we are attracted to them because they're beautiful and they project that onto women and then back onto themselves as if that's how it works. But women value men for different reasons than we would value. Well, it's a lot easier, Ice, because you've achieved a lot, right? Like it's the mindset and it's the it's the uh, it's the attitude and it's the personality, but it's also the fact that you've achieved, right? That's that's what it seems to me as well. Um, but I'm gonna have to hit the gym because I am part of the school of thought that says I have to have a six pack, and if I don't, I'm worthless. Because I had a six pack two months ago. And man, life was so much better. <laughs> well, that's one thing, but how are you going to market that exactly? It's not oh. like you're going to walk around with your shirt off all the time. Are you sure about that? <laughs> now, so, now, of course, you can see muscles when you're wearing a shirt. Like, okay, we can tell that your arms are not sticks. Um, there's that. But when it comes to very specific details, it doesn't really matter. So I don't know about, I don't know about all that ice. Um, 
the uh, on one of the well, I guess I didn't get it on film, but on another podcast, I I, I interviewed a, a poker player, and uh, he walked out of the room. He lifts up his shirt. He says, "Look at this six pack. You can't come after me." And I was like, "You know what? You're right. I don't have a six pack right now. I can't come after you." So, uh, yeah, man, um, this was great. I loved uh, I loved talking about. It. We're gonna have to continue this conversation with how to categorize some more with these uh, with these AI tools and the create. Ma- marry the expert system with the the AI. I think that's just got to be the answer with so much mm-hmm. of this stuff. So hit us with uh, with a plug. Where where can we find you? Um, what are we looking up? Are you, are you mostly on Facebook? Where's where's the best place for for people listening here to to find you? Um, so Facebook is my main one. Actually, yeah, people yeah. call me a bit of a boomer for saying that. But uh, if you type in Ice White, I should hopefully be the first thing that pops up. Um, there is a page and there is a person go for it a person because I don't do anything with the page. Uh, the link is facebook.com slash, uh, ice white personal everywhere else. I am whatever slash, uh, ice white official. So instagram.com slash ice white official. Uh, although on YouTube, I'm game global, just uh search in the search bar. Game yep, yep. Global. got thousands of subscribers there. Right. Um, and for MGEI, the AI wingman for online dating, uh, you can, yeah, you could just Google MGEI. That will be easier. But the website right. is heynovo.ai slash go slash MGEI. Wow. Let's just, let's just Google that one. That sounds, that sounds like the better yeah. idea. That'll be easier. Mike Gulf Alpha, um, India. Love it. Cool, man. Well, thank you again for your time. And uh, I say don't subscribe. Stop listening to me. And go build your fucking company. So, thank you, sir. And uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks. Thanks.